everybody. Welcome to a special edition of Run Out Radio. This is the ABP versus the U.S. Open. It's a, uh, a very simmering topic at the moment, and uh, we're going to have representatives from both sides on. Barry Berman's going to come on, talk to us about the U.S. Open, and uh, we're going to have Rodney Morris, board member of the ABP, come on and give us uh, the, the position of the ABP in this situation. As you no doubt know, many players of the ABP have announced a boycott of this year's U.S. Open uh, due to slow payment from uh, Berman events in the past. And uh, we've got some questions to ask these guys and see what they uh, have to say. Mike? Jerry, you know, I'm, I'm, I was floored when the, uh, when the press release came out. I, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't believe that, that this was, was happening um I, I really don't know what else to say. Uh let's just let's just get to the representatives and hear what they have to say. Uh I agree, Mike, and as we said, we've got uh, two representatives. Uh Rodney Morris is first. We're talking to him. Uh, he's down in Florida at Capone's getting ready for the Seminole Pro Tour, so we do appreciate his taking his time out to talk to us today. Rodney, how you doing? Very good, guys. Thank you for having me. Um you guys really know how to make some news. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm sure, you know, people, in, you know, in the industry and, you know, the players have been, you know, knowing that, you know, this was in the works and happening. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we were instructed by our attorney just not to, you know, take any calls or any, uh, you know, just just, just uh, to, he just said if anybody has any issues regarding ABP, just to contact him because, you know, this was coming out. And, you know, obviously he put this together, you know, with all of our uh, – 11 board members approval and uh you know we, we've discussed this for you know going on two years now and it's something that you know everybody you know there's a lot of frustration so uh, this is just a culmination of you know all the frustration and all the you know stuff that's happened in the past you know coming to uh you know a peak i guess yeah uh a lot of the fans that are writing in on the forums uh, there's a lot that's not understood that we'd like to try and give some answers to. Um, the biggest question I think that's out there is uh, why was there not deep negotiation with Barry Berman about this uh, to try and get a contract together before a uh, strike was announced? The uh, well, I mean, it's still open. I mean, that's what people don't understand. It's still open. I mean, if if we want, I mean, we've had uh, discussions in the past, and it just it just uh, you know deflected us. It was always, you know, uh, I'm, I'm all that you guys will guarantee you get paid, you know, before you walk out the door, you know, every single one of you, and that's never happened. So, you know, it's always, and whoever wins it is always the guy that's that's frustrated. But yeah, they're always the guy that that always has, you know, does not want to cause waves because he's still getting payments for a whole year or whatever, you know, however long it is. So naturally, they're never going to want to. They're always going to be the one to say, no, let's just stick it out, let's stick it out, you know. So there's, but every year it's one guy. So finally, we're, we, all the board members said, you know, we we have to sacrifice that one guy's, you know, uh, his opinion or his personal feelings and his personal gains, you know, for the sake of, you know, the rest of the, you know, tour or all the professionals because it, it could be somebody else next. And then, you know, then it, when it's you that's waiting for your money, you know, then you're going to be the one to say, oh, let's hold on and wait. Let's not, you know, boycott, cause waves until I get all my money. And that's, that's been the issue the whole time, for years. Well, since it's not closed, since it's still an open subject, 
what would what would it take to end the boycott? It, just like we, we said, it has to be uh, uh, the, the money. So we see, because uh, the issue with uh, you know with that particular event was was the money. So if the money yeah. is uh, if the money is guaranteed by an ABP approved you know entity, then it's fine. But we haven't been able to find somebody that's willing to approve it or willing to set up something where it, where it can be approved. And uh, and uh, also uh, we never you know got any uh, response from him you know saying that he would be willing to do that. So, I mean, this is, is definitely 100%. It's it's uh, it's open for negotiation. I mean, the whole purpose of doing this is so that everybody, you know, can we can know what's going on with the money when we play in any event, and knowing that we're fine, you know, because you know, for me, just to give you an example from my personal standpoint, I got paid uh, or I got a check for a couple thousand from the Masters. Well, there was two tournaments that I could have went to had I got that money, but I missed two tournaments because I didn't have no money, and that was money that I paid to go to that event, and I didn't get my my money back. So I used the, the right. money to go to different events. So I got I got stuck personally two events that I couldn't play in to make more money. So and and I never said anything. It was just I just knew that there was a chance going there that that could happen. So do I do I you know play in an event that I'd like to play and support, or do I knowing that. I might not get paid and go to a couple more events. It's like, I mean, what, that's, that's a bad situation to be in. Rodney, certainly I've never ran a tournament as large as the U.S. Open, but, you know, Barry has said that part of the income from the event is is the gate, is sponsor money that comes in, you know, after the tournament has taken place. While I certainly understand that the players deserve to be paid and in no other sport that we know of, do players go to an event and not get paid immediately? Considering the fact that the money may not even be there at the time that the event happens for Barry, what is the answer? Well, well, what I'm, uh, well who, I mean, let's say nobody shows up, for example. You know, it's being extreme, but let's say nobody shows up. So if the money is from an expected date, then there is no money. If nobody shows up, then who gets hurt? Who doesn't get paid? I mean... It's like so the players are going to go spend money to go to an event. I mean, obviously, you know, Hilton loves it, or or Marriott, or Holiday Inn. They love it. You know, Continental Airlines love it. But that's money coming out of our pockets that you know. We're, so basically, we're saying that the players are depending on the gate as well to get paid. So I mean, that's is that really a, a way to run an event? Shouldn't shouldn't we let somebody get the money? You know, get the money and do it right. So the money's all there. Okay, but the, but again, the question is, how do you do that? I mean, you look at the Masters, and like you say, the, the the turnout wasn't as large as Barry expected, so the gate wasn't there. Now, the players, yes, you as well as a few other players did have to wait for prize money. And please don't get me wrong, I don't in any way think that having to wait for prize money is the way things should be. You know, in a in an ideal world, as soon as you lose your second match you should walk to the you know walk to the office and get paid um if that's not possible and and again certainly i don't feel that this should become a regular occurrence which you know let's be honest it has at the u.s open for the past couple of years but you know let's go back to the masters the gate wasn't there the players did get paid. It's not a question of whether they received their money. It's a question of how quickly they received their money. And even at the end of that event, you guys put out a press release stating that 
you understood Barry's situation, you had post-dated checks in hand, and you were happy with that. What has changed from the end of that event to now? Um, well, Mika hasn't gotten paid yet. He won the event. Oh, so Mika has still not been paid from the Masters? Still, not, still hasn't gotten paid. So, uh, and, and also, too, yeah, we told him if nobody's paid by this time, at when that check was, you know, Mika's check, you know, obviously didn't go through. So we said, if, if you know, we fully support you, but if, if everyone doesn't get paid, then, then that's, what, that's, our, that's our only recourse. You know, so obviously Mika didn't get to paid. So, and then, and then, uh, you know, that's all. I mean, that's all we can. I mean, it's, it's only. It's, I mean, as of right now, it's only that event that you know the American uh, tour has an issue with. I mean, everybody else is fine. I mean, it's a track record that speaks for itself. Basically, we support him 100% and wish that he could get it right. We, we I mean, we, we want nothing more than to play some. For some of us, it's the best event, myself included. I mean, I cannot stand not going. But right. the, the board voted, and we have to suck up, you know, our personal feelings and go with the way the majority voted. And that's and we already and now and don't get me wrong, we we it was a blind vote, and we don't know, you know, who who voted which way, so that we can't have people like trying to convince somebody else of something else. So we decided to do that, and uh, that was it. That was the that was the majority, and everybody, you know, said that it's for the better of, uh, you know, for us in the long run, and for him as well. If he if he. Uh, you know, if he can get it right and, and get things in order and have the money there, then man, what a! And granted, too, the you know the ABP, we, we want to we 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 also voted on things that we need to do to help promoters. Like like when we do have an ABP sanctioned event, we're gonna go there a day earlier and do proams where we get to interact with the fans and have you know stuff. So we're gonna actually go the extra mile to promote the event ourselves, not just go to an event and just take what we can and leave. We're going we're gonna to do things that we need to do to help the promoters succeed as well. So, you know, that, that's all, all of that part of stuff is on our agenda to uh, actually do more to help the event be more successful and not just, you know, walk around like prima donnas, like, we're, you know, we expect something. So that's, that's another issue that, uh, you know, has come up. Well, and that's, that's something that we've talked about here on this show in the past. When we spoke to Johnny earlier in the year, he really didn't have an answer as to what it was that you guys could do to help make a tournament better. So I'm extremely excited to hear this. When, what is the first event that we will see this at, and when will you guys have details out as to what you're doing? Uh, the uh, first event, the uh, ABP sanction, that we agreed, because it's a straight pool event, it's going to be half points. So uh, uh, we voted and everybody agreed. You know, obviously, you know, I made it clear that I didn't want to go to the event because I don't play straight pool. But, you know, again, I had to go along with the uh, majority vote, and there are, you know, some great straight pool players on the board, and they love the event. So so I'm, I'm fully supporting it. You know, the APP is supporting it 100%, and we decided that it'll be half points. And that's the first event that we're going to – you're going to see, uh, you know, an APP-sanctioned event. And uh, it's Dragon Promotions, so Charlie Williams uh, had a vested interest, and I'm sure he voted uh, – you know, for that. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's a great event. I've heard. I've never went to it. You know, but I've heard that it's a, it's a great event. And uh, you know, I got a lot of friends in New Jersey, so it's not going to be a bad trip for me. But I'm not expecting to do too well. But I'm just going to go ahead and support it. And uh, and that's one of the issues that we're actually going to bring up here this week at the seminal event here in uh, Spring Hill, Florida, that I'm hosting here with uh, Rocky at Capone's. And uh, it's it's uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a meeting here as we always do every event for about two hours with the board members who are, who are present and 
we're going to uh, figure out what we're going to do for this 14-in-1 uh, event to, uh, you know, make it more fun and help the players to, you know, help generate, uh, you know, spectators and stuff. Like, I, you know, I came up with some ideas about, you know, we do some free trick shots. Everybody does two trick shots uh, and do have a little, uh, you know, whoever wins the trick shot contest is 200, but just do it for free, you know, and then, uh, you know, have Charlie or Dragon Promotions kick in a couple hundred for whoever the fans vote as the winner of the, the two trick shots. Okay. Just, just, just uh, some more fun interaction that that's, I think from the events that I've been going to has, has been missing. That brings me to a question. A lot of people have been saying that how much they would look forward to the day when the pros run their own tour, have their own tour, um, and and run their own events and and do it the way they want it done. Um, is there any talk of that yet going on in the boardrooms? Yeah, I mean that's the ultimate goal, you know. But we gotta we gotta you know crawl before we can walk. So that's you know we're not even we're not even thinking. We're just thinking about you know stuff like you guys mentioned before. You know, uh, Jerry, Mike, the uh, um, you know we gotta get incorporated, which we're in the process of doing. Build our you know membership base, get everybody support, and let people know that you know we are doing the right thing. This is not there's nobody has individual goals here. Nobody's like sneaking behind backs and doing stuff and, and if there is people that are not fully committed hundred percent to the to the A B P you know, goals of the A B P then you know, by all means you guys can you know you don't have to, you know, nobody's strangleholding you to be a part of it, you know. And and if you guys do decide later on that hey, you guys are doing the right thing and you know, you guys are helping pool and you guys are trying to work with promoters, sponsors, the industry and everybody and you guys really do want to succeed and you guys are not just trying to bully people then you guys can come back on board anytime. It's not we're not going to be like, oh, you weren't supporting us in the beginning, and now you can't. No, it's I mean this is for you too. You know, as a player, this is for everybody. We want to, you know, I mean I don't know how people feel about me personally, but I know that if I can, you know, say that I was a, a instrumental part in helping make this game, you know, a beautiful game, you know, a sport where everybody gets along and everybody's happy with each other. There's nobody in the industry and the players like not liking each other. When we go to an event, we want to say, "Wow, this is a great event. I really like that. I'm happy." You know, like then that's if I if I had a little bit of part of that, you know, for somebody's future, you know, Mike Deshane or some youngsters, you know, all these these teen teen players. If, if I can have a little bit of part in you know helping that happen, then that's that's for me that's awesome. I'd like to go back to a couple things you mentioned. One, you mentioned that the uh, 14-1 event is going to be a half point event. Um, this refers to the ABP point system. Um, what exactly is the ABP point list? We are in the process of uh, formulating that right now. Obviously, we want to, because the trick is to, you know, uh, try not to, to uh, you know, make a point system where everybody starts from the beginning because it erase all the great work that you guys have been doing over the last year or two. So we, we, we're really, re that's, an, that's a serious issue right now that we're trying to figure out how we can develop the points and uh, and also too, we 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 want to develop our own. We don't want to. We have somebody for, coming up with a formula right now as we speak, and he's came up with about three or four of them. And uh, one of them, the one we like the best, is very similar to tennis, you know. And then the seating structure, we kind of. I mean, tennis has been doing it for years, and they have no complaints. So that, you know, there's there's a couple of things that we're trying to get the the good and the bad, the pros and cons, I should say, from from every you know ranking system that we can think of without you know, blatantly copying somebody's, but definitely if somebody has something, you know, that's working and good, their formula, you know, percentage-wise, you know, I mean, why not, why not go ahead and keep that in, you know, in place? So we're, we're working on that, but we got to, we want to make it our own, and we also don't want to, um, 
you know, mess it up too bad where all of a sudden we announce our ranking system and, you know, somebody that was two all of a sudden is 12, somebody that's 18 is seven, you know, like all of a sudden. We don't want to, We don't want that to happen. So it's it's something it's uh, something that's you know going to happen soon, but we just haven't perfected it yet. And this is going to be used to you guys hope seed uh, ABP events. Yeah, because uh, you know a lot of people don't realize that you know the the players that play on this tour, and you know we're speaking from the profession from the, the top eleven, you know the board members all the way down to sixty four, or you know in, in as our fan base grows to seventy. And that's in ranking order. You know, once we see that seeding and it's in ranking order, we want to reward the people for, for doing well and playing in every event. So that's the whole purpose of seeding, that, uh, you know, the, the top top guys don't knock each other off in the beginning and let the guys that are in the back catch up. We want to make the guys that are in the back actually play their way to catch up, not get a good draw to catch up. So that's the issue where, you know, a lot of times Mika's always complaining, hey, I got to play Efren first round, the guys didn't seed me, or, you know, the two, you know, Shane and Johnny play first round, or, you know, like, like number one and three meeting each other in the first round, so one guy has to go in the loser side where, you know, the other guys, two two bad players play each other, you know, and then they they automatically, one guy gets ahead. It's like, that's, that's not, you know, it's not fair to the guys that are playing all the time and supporting every event and doing well. Right. Yeah, that's the purpose of seeding. I mean, if Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer had to play each other, you know, every time first round, and get, one of them got to get knocked out, I mean, how's that going to be good for tennis? So that's that's the, that's the only issue with the seeding is just that there's, you know, the and and we're not speaking from the uh, the casual player that plays in that in that tournament because they're in the in the area, and there's most chance they don't want to play their other buddy that's in, you know, from there. It's like, man, we drove together, you know, four hours. We thought we were going to play professionals, and we meet each other. They don't want that either. Yeah, you had also mentioned that you were going to play the 14-1 event in support of the ABP, although it wasn't an event that you had preferred to play. As an organization, if you agree that you're sanctioning an event, what kind of a turnout can you guarantee based on your membership numbers? Uh, well, that's, I guess that would be, uh, that remains to be seen. Is, uh, oh, the, uh, it's, oh, as far as uh, participation, you mean, and for, from us? Yes, everybody. Everybody has to play. Every ABP member has to play an event unless they have a legitimate excuse. You know, if they're sick or if they have, you know, prior commitments. You know, that's that's. They have to get uh, ABP approval, 100%. So they will be. They will guarantee every every. Uh, you know that. Well, that's and that's why the uh, we have members now that people are uh, verbally committed. But that's why we have the uh, uh, we have a hundred dollar uh, annual membership dues. So to be a member, you have to pay 100 bucks, and that goes to, uh, well, Oscar Dominguez is a treasurer, so Oscar's in charge of the monies. So basically all the money that's been, you know, uh, hired, retained an attorney and all the, um, the paperwork that we've had done, you know, the, uh, the ABP uh, newsletter and stuff that we had made up and, you know, everything that we've done, all the costs has been uh, put in by the board members uh, originally. So ABP hasn't drawn any money, you know, so we're, uh, everybody's just coming out of their own pocket right now the 11 board members so now are you saying that you can guarantee board member participation or member participation well our our that's why i'm saying that's why it's important to get the uh, the people signed and in contract you know and and as a member because that way they're signing that they will participate in the events so we can't speak for them as of right now because uh, only the people that are signed but there is some signed and all those signed members are guaranteed going to be playing so those are the, those are the guys that we can guarantee the people that are 100% committed and in contract right now. 
Now, is that the list that was attached to the boycott press release? Yes. So, but like, uh, and that's for, and that's speaking for American, the American players. Like, the board members are 100% going to play in every event. So, and that's, and our goal, our objectives are to have everybody on board, and that way promoters and uh, the industry know that, okay, when you uh, sanction with the ABP, these guys are all guaranteed coming. If the ABP sanctions an event, what's required for a promoter to sanction with the ABP? Um, we're not asking for nothing. We just want to make sure that the money is uh, is is safe. You know, the money that we're going to get paid. You know, uh, at the event, or if not, if somebody says, if I mean, there's a whole issue. If somebody says, uh, you know, we're not going to get paid right away, we need to we need to have uh, so, you know something in place where somebody can say, no, don't worry, you know, it's coming or on this date is coming, not, you know, maybe, or if the gate, if the gate, it doesn't do good, you guys might not get paid for a year, or, you know, like, you know, something like, in other words, we kind of go play in a tournament on ifs, so we need to know, and, and uh, obviously, you know, part of working with the promoters, you know, we're not going to demand anything, but, you know, like we said, that we need, I mean, if we went to every event and the format was the same, that's, a, that's another one of our, our goals, you know, in not-so-distant future. We hope that when we go to a tournament, like right now, the way it stands, we don't know if it's alternate break, we don't know if it's winter break, we don't know how long the race is, we don't know if there's jump cues allowed, we don't know what rules, and, you know, and, and you know, not to, you know, bring up, you know, some you know somebody that didn't, you know, come through as well, but in, in the IPT, we knew exactly what was, you know, we trained, and the reason why I did well better every event is because I was able to train for that event, for that rules, that equipment, everything was like, I bought a diamond table, and I was, because I knew exactly what was going on. Right now, the way it stands, we, you know, because every promoter does whatever they want, then, you know, everybody has difference of opinions, so if, if we can have a vote, which we already did, the, the uh, 11 board members uh, voted, and we come up with our rules that we want to play on, the seating, you know, all of that. Uh, there's a there's requirements to have a, uh, so the entry fee has to be a certain amount, and uh, right. we'll be posting that on the website, you know, for her to be saying it has to be minimum, you know, a certain amount of money added, you know, certain events, and those are requests, you know, so, and part of, uh, you know, part of the uh, promoters and the, and the players, you know, the ABP getting along is that we're not going to say you got to do this or this. It's not, that's not the case is, you know, please, can, this is what we want to do. You know, can you please, you know, do this for us, and it'll be a happier event, and, we, you know, everybody will be happy. You know, it's, and that's the whole goal is to everybody to be happy, not like one person doesn't like uh, this, so everybody suffers. No, that's not the, that's not the situation, you know. And, you know, we voted on it, and we, uh, we agreed on all of these rules that we have right now, the rules, the format, the, the race, and the, the money added, the, you know, everything, you know, for nine ball, for eight ball, for ten ball, and straight pool. We all, we all voted, and we spent, you know, a lot of time over this last year, you know, in you know our, our time during tournaments, we've met and everybody's like argued and laughed and done everything, disagreed, agreed, and we, this is what we have come up with, and we have it all written down, and we're everybody's committed 100%. Good. So the the existing promoters of other events that have always had a good track record of paying you, they could be sanctioned by the ABP. 100%. 100%. That's exactly what we're looking for. That's our goal. We're looking for, you know, to, we're looking to have tournaments and sanction events. That's what we're lo we're not looking to not do it. We're looking to actually have more events and, you know, everybody be on board. Okay. Our next interview is going to be with Barry Berman. Is there right. any question that you would like to to have him ask? 
Well, first of all, we just want to say, you know, just call, you know, you can call us anytime now because we were specifically instructed by our attorney not to uh, answer any ABP inquiries. So uh -huh. un until this release came out, so that, you know, that's that's all that w that was, you know. So, but now, I mean, as a as a friend and uh, you know a player, just call me. You know, we love you, Barry. You know, we're we want you to do well. We want to play in your event. It's, it's just that you know, under the the same way that it's been going, we just you know we cannot. We voted on it and. You know, even there, even though there's people that you know feel that they want to play in it, we just we cannot go against, you know, and that's the whole thing. You know, we we, we don't want a couple people to divide, be divided, and then the whole the whole ABP gets conquered. That's not the, that's not how it, we're going to better the sport or the game or everybody. So just please be able to get it right. If you can, you know, and if we can get if, if we can get somebody to uh, you know to guarantee the money, so an, an ABP approved entity. You know, I mean, if anybody, I mean, it could be anybody. If anybody that, that, you know, we feel that has a good track record and is trustworthy that says, you know, go ahead, the money is guaranteed, guys, go ahead and play. You know what I mean? Then I'm booking my ticket in my rooms. That's our goal. That's our goal. We just want peace of mind. You know, it's hard to go. I mean, there was a standing joke the last few years. I mean, this is not even, you know, this is coming from me personally. This is not, I mean, every time I've come in like seventh or fifth, I always, after I lose, I always say, well, at least I got a better chance of getting paid than you guys do. You guys might win it. And that's, that's dead <laughs> honest truth, you know, because I don't yeah. want to win too much at this event because I want to get my money to go to the next event. And that's that's exactly how I felt, and everybody felt the same way. Well, Rodney, we appreciate your time. Good luck to you this weekend. You're at the uh, Seminole event down there in Florida at Capone's. Um, Good luck with all that. We really do appreciate your time. If there's uh, anything we can do for you, give us a shout. All right, thank you guys. We appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to working with everybody. And hope uh, hope this you know doesn't have a negative impact, but but ultimately has a positive impact on the game, and uh, and everybody has a better feeling about us. And uh, we we love everybody. We want to work with everybody, 100%. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Rodney. All right, take care. Bye bye. Well, that's the viewpoint of the ABP, and they certainly have some very valid points to make. Um, but there's another side to this issue as well. And that's the one that we're going to be hearing now from Barry Berman. He's the founder of the U.S. Open Nine Ball Championships, and uh, he promotes the event now with his daughter, uh, Shannon Berman Pascal. Uh, so we'll be hearing uh, now what Barry has to say. Barry, how are you today? Well, I'm uh, actually um, uh, resting. You know, I had knee surgery uh, two and a half months ago, both my knees, and then I had complications. So. Um, I'm, uh, went back to work, but I'm resting today and I'm in my favorite recliner with my favorite dog watching my favorite, <laughs> right. watch, watching my favorite movie Hoosiers, which we, uh, don't know what that means, but we know it's a great movie. So I'm, I'm, uh, well, relaxed and stable. Well, obviously we're calling you because of the recent news uh, put out by the press release first from the ABP and then the press release with which you answered the ABP. With, uh, with, uh, we, along with my daughter. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, we did just speak with Rodney Morris, and he sent you a message. And the message is, Barry, we love you. We love your event. We want to play. Now, we haven't been able to answer the phone for a while when you called because our attorney told us not to, because he knew this letter was coming out. Say that again. I don't, uh, say it again. Uh, Who's the attorney? Well, well uh, the ABP's attorney, the okay. fellow who issued their press release. Mark <clears throat> Walsh, is that correct, Mark? I think Doug uh, Walsh. 
Doug, I'm sorry, whatever. Well, I, I think know. it would have been nice have to... But, but, but wait, let me finish. He, he, said, right. he said the phones the phones are open now. I mean, I'm sure you'll have to wait till after the weekend because they're playing in an event. But they want to talk to you, and they want to they want to uh, see what they can do to get this worked out. Well, wouldn't that have been nice prior to getting uh, a press release that uh, I had no idea was coming, nor did many, many, many of the names of players on the list were also uh, completely surprised. And that is a fact. So, you know, I um, have been trying to call Mr. Archer for over two weeks, between 15 and 20 times, because I have heard through the grapevine of some of the players' demands with other promoters such as uh, Mike Zuglin and Mark Griffin. And uh, so I felt something was coming my way. So I made every intention to call him and email him for him to call me. So um, I would, uh, uh, you know, wanted to talk to him about what they uh, had in mind for uh, any demands or anything they wanted to talk to me about for this year's event. Well, I never got a phone call back or a reply back. And um, at least 15 to 20 times and about three emails that my daughter sent out for me to him and without any success of a single phone call until yesterday when my daughter walked into my office at 2.30 and said, Dad, I have bad news, and she showed me the press release. So that was the first that I had heard of it, Jerry and Mike, and honestly, I I was very calm. Uh, That's not like me, but I was very calm when I was reading it, and I was calm when I finished reading it, you know. So, you know, I was very sad to have been approached that way. I cannot think of anybody um, that has done more for the players in in my life uh, on this planet and uh, over and beyond the call of duty with prize money and perks and entry fees and green jackets, green sweaters, gold vests. You know, I just, you know, I'm really befuddled that uh, of all the people uh, they would do this to, it would be me. Granted, I have made my fair share of mistakes. So that was the reason I was calling Mr. Archer to work things out prior to any surprises. But, you know, I I got a nice surprise yesterday. I have been working for two weeks with uh, very hard with um, J.R. Calvert had called me. David Thompson through Akistats had called me and um, offering very good deals for television mm-hmm. rights and um, and pay-per-view rights more than ever before, which is what I need to be able to pay players on time. You know, the event is very expensive, and uh, I haven't raised ticket prices in 20 years, nor will I. And I haven't raised entrance fees in 20 years, nor will I. So, you know, expenses go up, so you need more help. Well, 
that's why I've been calling Mr. Archie to let him know that I'm working out better deals, which means at the end of the week, the money, all the money is there. But can't even get a phone call back from um, a friend and a U.S. Open champion. Let me go forward a little bit. Now, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions that you know I already know the answers to, but our listeners do not. And so if you would just give the answers to them so that they would be able to understand the issues better, it would be greatly appreciated. The most common question we get is, well, why doesn't, why doesn't Mr. Berman just post all the prize money 30 days in advance of the tournament? Well, Jerry, I wished I was in the, I wish my name was Donald Trump, okay, or other uh, uh, wealthy people. Uh, I'm in the same, um, uh, you know, um, I, I'm not a wealthy man, and um, I have a large business to run with my daughter that is very expensive to run. And you know what we're all going through, um, not only in this country, but everywhere <clears throat> with tough economic times and people out of work. You know, and it affects everybody. But, you know, if I was, you know, in a position like others, such as maybe Matt Braun and, 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 and you know, others like Barry Hearn, uh, you know, yeah, it's a different, it's a different story. <clears throat> and even Barry Hearn, a very smart man, uh, doesn't pay uh, anyone for 30 days because he has to get his money from all the pay-per-view rather than taking it out of his bank account. So, you know, uh, everybody runs their business different. Uh, if I had 180 to 200,000 laying around, it would be a piece of cake, but I simply do not. I depend on the week of the U.S. Open for the bulk of the money that comes in through vendors, um, advertisements, sponsors, ticket sales and all the sales at Q Master Billiards all go into a pool to make up the total price for it. And which includes of course not only the added money of fifty thousand but an additional fifteen plus thousand for uh, thirty past champions, men and women that I pay their entrance fee to, as well as sanction fees that I do not that I do not deduct out of the prize fund. Plus, payroll for the event alone at the conference center is over 20K. Plus, the risers that you sit on is 14,000 to rent. So, you know, and, and there's many, 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 many more expenses uh, than I, I just mentioned. So, you know, there's a, a lot of variables involved. You've got uh, added money entrance fees that make up the prize pool. Then you have expenses uh, of about 75000 in addition uh, just to break even. Now, this is just to break even, you know. So, um, you know, I, I pray for that to happen. And, um, you know, one would ask why and uh, do you work so hard along with your daughter to to do this, and uh, and what do you get in return um, when you're getting grief? Well, it's in my blood, and it has been for uh, this September 4th. I will have been in business 
40 years, 40 years, and um, and uh, with uh, my billiard room, and 36 years with the U.S. Open. So, you know, um, I'm a you know I have a lot going a lot to do, Jerry, and I, I work very hard, as my daughter does, and um, you know I'm just you know my passion for the game. You know, anyone that knows me who has been to the Open especially or even ones that don't know me that have not been to the Open can certainly read and know that you have to have passion for the game if you're going to do this as long as I have without missing a year. And believe me, believe me, I thought about, you know, I thought about throwing in the towel uh, on several occasions, several, but I'm, I've never been one to quit since I was um, 17 years old and a state champion wrestler, and there was a sign in the locker room that I'll never forget that says, that said, a winner never quits and a quitter never wins, and I've lived my life remembering those words. Uh, otherwise, the, we wouldn't be having the U.S. Open and a little over three months from now, the thir- excuse me, the 36th annual U.S. Open, if not for those words that I read in 1963. Barry, I don't think I don't think any of our listeners, and I don't think any of the players involved in this boycott would question your dedication to the game, and certainly no one wants to see the event go away. Now, with the understanding that you just don't have that money ahead of time, you know, to put in an escrow account or something like that. What kind of time period do you as a promoter need? If if the players came to you and said, Barry, look, can you get it to us in 30 days? Would you be able to do that? Or if the players said 60 days? Very good question, Mike. Now, let me answer that. Um, I don't want it to be I, – I want uh, my goal ultimately is for every player to leave town that uh, – and, you know, I paid deep. I paid 96 places out of 256, and no one does that. <clears throat> and I do that for many reasons. Um, I do that because of all the foreign contingency. And even if it's $500 from uh, 65 to 96 – at least the boys have some cash to go home with to help them get back home. So that's why I've always paid deep. But in answer to your question, uh, the reason I have been diligently diligently trying to call uh, Johnny Archer is because um, um, uh, the last two and a half weeks I've been um, getting phone calls from J.R. Calvert and from David Thompson through AccuStats, and they're both approaching my daughter and I um, with benefits for this year's U.S. Open, <clears throat> excuse me, more so than ever before. And we're not talking about a boatload of money, but we're talking about uh, more money than uh, for rights fees for us to give them rights because we own legitimately 100%. We have the corporate seal for the U.S. Open nine ball championships, just the nine ball. We don't care about one pocket, straight pool, 10 ball, but we own the U.S. Open nine ball championships. So my goal would be um, to 
pay every player every dime before they leave town, not 30 days or 60 days later. That's what I would more uh, like to do more than anything else, and that's why the last two and a half or three weeks since I've been getting phone calls, um, and usually, usually we don't. In years past, usually uh, TV deals aren't done uh, until 30 days before. Well, I'll be damned if I was going to allow that to happen. So I didn't want that to happen. So we're, you know, a uh, hundred days out, and uh, uh, you know that's a whole lot more time than I've ever had because I want things to work, and I want it, you know, I have my accountant and my attorney on top of things where I've never used them before for the U.S. Open to help my daughter and I structure the right deal uh, to make sure that all the funds. Uh, and it's not that I don't. It's not that I don't uh, trust, you know, Jay or Pat. That's not the case. You know, you have to have, um, you know, <clears throat> you have to know everything about the deals that they're making, so your percent comes back to up. Our percent comes back to us uh, in a timely manner, properly. Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of deals are being structured. And uh, um, Shannon and I have to make up our mind through our attorney and through our CPA, uh, you know, who's, uh, which is the best deal financially and for television as well. So I, I am methodically um, working um, uh, in advance uh, uh, more than ever before to – um, you know, to do my very best to make sure there's a hundred and eighty thousand dollars sitting right there, uh, ready to be paid, rather than to have to wait a day. I don't want to. Um, I don't really want to. You know, what Barry Hearn does is very wonderful and intelligent. Um, you know, he does a tremendous amount of money on pay-per-view, a tremendous amount, and. Um, but he gets that after, I think, a couple weeks after it's all over. And then, you know, by the time he gets those checks and they clear, that's when he sends players, he wires money into the player's account. And uh, all that takes 30 days. Um, and the players know that. But I would rather do, I'd rather do it the old-fashioned way, like I used to, and just pay everybody right away. That. Is the ultimate goal that I have that I would like to uh, do this year, considering uh, 07, 08, 09, and 10, I have been delinquent, paying some of the players. I don't I don't like that at all, and I don't want to do that. I but you know money doesn't grow in trees, so uh, my goal is to have all the funds there. And how do you do that? You make better deals. You can't always live in the past and uh, just depend on uh, my gate is very good with my loyal fans. Um, you know, uh, the pool room does fabulous numbers, but it takes more than that since prices have gone up for everything, and yet I'm stubborn not to go up on, on ticket prices, and I'm not going to. 
and I'm stubborn not to go up on entries because I'm not going to. Um, you know, everybody's struggling. So where do you get the where do you get the extra funds? You get it through sponsorship. You get it through TV and marketing um, with title sponsors and arena sponsors and signage and uh, eight million ways to raise the money. And uh, Shannon and I feel that we are in a, we are in a very good position this year. We feel that we're in high demand um, with the success that we had last year of having a full field with and these days and times, it was a, a wonderful, wonderful, shocking, you know, it was just wonderful to have a full field, uh, which we haven't had since 2000. And, uh, wow, that was wonderful. And the women playing now and, uh, you know, a lot of things that we have changed to make things better. And that's exactly what I want to do and my daughter for this year. So at the end of the week, everybody leaves happy. That is my, that is our ultimate goal. I understand that as, as the goal, but you know, the past three or four years have proven Mm -hmm. that you can't always plan for what's going to happen. So while that is certainly a noble goal, what kind of a time frame can you realistically 100% guarantee for this year's event? Well, Mike, again, a very good question. And, uh, uh, Jerry, I'll answer that. You know, we are structuring deals uh, to make the right deal with um, the gentleman I mentioned before. Um, and, part of, and a part of that is when do we get paid? That's a very important question that we ask, when do we, Shannon and Barry, get paid from television rights, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That is in that when we put that into their hands, giving them the rights to air our event, we have to know when we get paid. So uh, today at uh, 4.35 p.m., um, uh, I cannot give you that answer, but it's already a question that I've asked the parties involved in wanting the rights to the U.S. Open, and they're going to be giving me an answer very soon. And when that happens, I'll know. And uh, I don't expect it to be... um, I believe it's not a long period of time. I believe it's within a few weeks of the event being over, from what I understand. Uh, When um, other people had the rights, um, it was usually, in my events, over towards the end of October. It was usually um, December when... uh, he or they got all of their money, and then then when they get theirs, they send the percent that we're asking for to us. But, you know, I am trying to, uh, once again, um, um, you know, uh, hopefully 
have a profitable event, which would be awfully nice um, for change. And um, um, if other thing, if if everything works out the way that Shannon and I hope it will, until we had this blow yesterday, that you know we're going to work. You know we want to work real hard as the post that you uh, put up for us today, and we appreciate that you did right away. There's already already two pages I just read prior to you calling me. Um, that have been very positive, very positive. Um, I think people uh, uh, understand that my daughter and I do work very hard and, you know, that we are not, um, you know, we're not loaded at all. We have a great big pool room that takes a whole lot to operate and we have a great big pool tournament that takes a whole lot to operate. And we're not, again, wealthy people we're working people and you know we're not uh, a rockefeller or trump or any (laughs) nothing along those lines we're we're, you know we're probably one of the poorest jewish families in tabor but we we have a lot going for us but you know we're talking about 180,000 in prize money and we're talking about 75,000 in expenses so we're not talking about chunk change. We're talking about a lot of money. So if we carefully, again, this is the first year, believe it or not, that I am working through our CPA and our attorney to advise us, you know, to make things better. So everyone will be happy when it's over. And we need, that's the, the direction we need to go. You know, and let others who are more knowledgeable uh, help us make decisions. So to thwart it, this happening again. And it did start in 07. 06, no problem. 05, 04, 03, 02, no problem. Of course, 9 11 um, was a completely situa- different situation. But we really started these problems in 07 when Shane won. And then 08, 09, and 10, and I'll be the first to admit it. And, okay, so enough is enough. We don't want this to happen again. And um, we want things to work with the players, you know, and many of them are U.S. Open champions. And, you know, it's really a shame that they did not handle the uh, situation better than they did. You know, no one likes surprises, and uh, um, especially me. And um, my daughter, you should have seen her face yesterday when she was uh, about to leave and she got an email and came to my office. I thought somebody died when she said, Daddy, I have some bad news for you. I thought somebody died. And uh, then she showed me the, uh, the letter. And I calmly read it and made some calls and to some of the people that were on the letter. And they they knew not, uh, the the four people that I called yesterday, and um, and a couple that I called today, didn't ha- had no clue. had had no clue, uh, at least that's what they told me, that that that, that uh, uh, they knew they were members of the ABP, but they had no clue that the boycott letter had gone out. Now that we've 
you know, we've talked about the prize fund expenses and the expenses to run the event itself. I understand that this would be a real difficult pill to swallow, but have you entertained the idea of, for one year, cutting back on the prize fund? Or No, my intention is, no, my, look, you know, I'm 65 now, and you know, when I turn things over to my beautiful daughter, um, one day, you know, it's since day one, um, you know, uh, the prize fund has, uh, increased, uh, year after year after year after year. Um, um, you know, and I, I would love to see it grow even more and, and, and for not only for, for Barry and Shannon, but for the, of course, for the players, you know, when you win the U S open and, you know, and you only get, uh, $40,000. I wish it, I wish it could be a hundred thousand. I mean, I really do. I mean, it's the toughest tournament to win. There's no, no question about that. There's not another, another pro tournament. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, a pro event that has a field of 256 players, um, of which are top notch players, um, you know, in the world. And, you know, that's why the last nine out of 10 years we've had new champions. Because it's that tough to win. So, you know, I would love in my lifetime to see the U.S. Open grow in prize fund as well as uh, money uh, that Barry and Shannon can say we earned rather than, oh, we did great. Uh, we only lost 20000 or we only lost 10000 or, golly, day, we did so good this year we broke even. I mean, you know, listen, uh, it'd be nice if we all made money, more money. And that's the goal that I have in mind and uh, would like to achieve in, in, in my lifetime. The only, uh, my, my last question, if you call it a question, is um, what would you, what statement, if any, would you like to make to the members of the ABP prior to speaking to them next week and uh, hopefully taking up some successful negotiations? Well, the same thing that I was trying, that I've been trying to uh, make for two and a half weeks um, uh, by making uh, seriously, and you can ask Mr. Arch how many times I've called him and emailed him, and I'm not exaggerating. All I want to do is work things out. And, you know, uh, methodically, intelligently, without anybody yelling and screaming. And, um, you know, just, you know, you know, work things out uh, as best that we're all happy that we can do, not some fabrication that we can't do. And let's play pool and let's get paid and let's have a successful tournament and, and all prosper and have more TV coverage in, in more countries than ever before. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, Barry, I really appreciate your time today. Uh, as obviously great fans and supporters of this game, uh, Mike and I both hope that uh, this gets resolved quickly. Um, we certainly want to see the U.S. Open continue and, and thrive. Uh, it's, it's a great tradition in the world of pool. And uh, we want, uh, we'd like to see both sides come out of this smiling. Uh, 
sort well, of all it takes is um, the beginning is a conversation, and yep. uh, that's what I have been diligently trying to have without uh, any success. And um, I must say that we do have, without a doubt, the greatest fans um, in the world that come to Chesapeake, Virginia, every year of their lives. And we do we we do things, you know, for many reasons. But without the fans, you know, um, you know, it'd be kind of hard to have a wonderful event with empty seats. So it's nice to fill up the field and fill up the seats and have a great event and, you know, where we all can do well. And I'm talking about everybody. I mean, I want my sponsors to be happy. I want AZ Billiards to be happy. I want everybody to win. And the only way for that to happen, Mike and Jerry, is to make better deals and with the help of our CPA and our attorney helping us decide you know what are the better deals and and and, and draw up the proper contracts you know that's the help that we need to help assure that the money will be available um um, right away, or worst case scenario, uh, when we know when the bulk of the revenue from TV um, um, coverage will be coming our way, which we don't know yet. You know, there's a reason Mr. Hearn waits 30 days, and I'm sure there's a very good reason. So um, we'll know all those answers you know, in the next few days as well. And I hope that I get a phone call from Mr. Archer um, as soon as possible. Well, Barry, again, thank you for your time, and uh, we look forward to uh, hearing a positive reconciliation soon. Uh, We look forward to seeing you also next weekend at the BCA Trade Show. So thanks for your time, and we'll be talking to you very soon. And I will leave you with this because it's very fitting. Um, the last word spoken in the movie Hoosiers. It's a trivia question that you may not know, but the last words spoken was, I love you guys. <laughs> so very true and very true. And uh, I mean that uh, very uh, sincerely, and I hope that we all can work things out. Very good, Barry. Thanks again. All right, Mike, Jerry, I appreciate this call today. Well, it was great to listen to both sides of this argument, Mike, but I come away with it with some very mixed feelings because while both sides say we want to work this out, which makes you think, oh, okay, well, they're going to get together and talk and we're going to have a U.S. Open and it's going to be a full star field and everything's going to be fine. But you, then you, you drill down to the details, and the ABP is pretty adamant about posting the money, and Barry is pretty convincing in the idea that he doesn't have all the money to post until the week of the event. Uh, and I begin to wonder if this is one of those immovable objects hitting the irresistible force. Um, it just 
you know, I want to, obviously, boy, I want to see this get worked out. I mean. Well, we all do. Uh, yeah, the U.S. Open is an event that we hit every year and and really enjoy it. And uh, I, I don't want to say anything harm the U.S. Open. And I understand the player's point of view. They want to get paid. I understand Barry's point of view. The money doesn't come in, and he's not going to reduce the prize fund. Um, hopefully, I, you know, what I would like—I like your idea, where he sits down and says, "Okay, guys, um, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pay everybody but the top—I don't know—eight slots in cash at the event." Right, and uh, the rest of you guys are going to wait. You're going to get a percentage. This is the percentage you're going to get, and you'll get your balance in 30 days, and 45 days, and 60 days. Well, and I think that if if Barry would come forward and say before the event, this is the way it's going to be. I mean, certainly the players aren't going to be happy about that, but I think that they would be more happy knowing exactly what the situation is. But then on the other hand. He has to live up to that. You know, he, if he says it, it'll be paid in 30 days or 60 days, he actually has to do so, which, you know, the last three or four years has, has hurt his credibility. I think what really needs to happen is both sides need to sit down, preferably without an attorney present, and... And, and I'll get to the, the attorney side of things, but if the two sides could sit down and, and lay all their cards on the table and say, look, this is what the situation is. This is what I can do. Well, this is what you can do. Let's come together. I mean, we've talked many, many times about this industry not working together. This industry is too small to have situations like this and it's certainly too small and too close-knit to start negotiations with a letter from an attorney announcing a boycott um even if and it it hurts me greatly to to have to say if but even if this whole thing works out and the event goes on this year and all the players are there i worry how much damage has been done to the relationship between Barry and Johnny and Rodney. And we can't have rifts like that in this industry if we ever expect it to go anywhere. Yeah, well, it's the old, you're right, it's the old house divided situation. We know what happens to houses that are divided. And um, I, too, am concerned about the damage that may have been done by this. But hopefully, um, in the coming days, emotions will begin to calm, and the phone calls can be amicable, and um, you know the burning bridge can the flames can go out and uh, the cars begin to run across them again. Well, we can certainly hope so. But uh, it was interesting hearing the two different viewpoints. I'm. I am shocked at, at really how worlds apart they are and how their own interests uh, don't seem to allow for a um, an easy uh, conciliation. Um, but we'll see where that goes. Um, 
right now, I'm Jerry Forsythe, signing off with Mike Howerton. This has been a special edition of Runout Radio. But like all Runout Radios, we're brought to you by the Tap League, Simona's Cloth, Lucasi Hybrid Q. So be kind to those folks. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in touch with you soon.